Today on episode number 709 of the School of Podcasting, we have, I guess, a new segment called See, I Told Ya! And we're talking with Daniel J. Lewis about my podcast reviews and a fun new feature for Overcast users. Hit it, ladies! The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast consultant, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, I help you start your podcast in the right direction, which leads you to growing your influence. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, LISTENER, and save on either a monthly or yearly subscription. And don't forget, there is a 30-day money-back guarantee. Well, in the last episode, if you missed that, you can find that at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 708. I played a clip from Radiolab pointing out that you might think you have a really engaged audience, but they were trying to get up to 1%. And the reason I played that is kind of to just say, see, I told you so. That it's not just me saying that. I, I need a jingle or something. See, I told you so. And I often on this program will say, when you bring value, when we bring value to your audience, they will find your show probably say something that I can't say on TV, and then they will listen to a ton of your back episodes. In fact, monthly stats go up and down all the time. I always tell people, don't use monthly stats as a way to judge your success because, well, you'll be suicidal because one month they go through the roof. Why? Because somebody found your show, went, holy crap, downloaded a ton, and then the next month maybe... You don't get one of those. But here is a clip. This is from Natalie Ekdahl. I mentioned Natalie a lot. It's a great show. It's called Biz Chicks. Chicks is uh, C-H-I-X. And this is a person that knows who exactly she is podcasting to. She is talking to women entrepreneurs who are making six figures. Boom. That's it. And she does online coaching calls, which are great. I might actually do those in the future. I'm thinking about that. If you're let's let's throw that out there. If you're interested in doing an online coaching call, which means you and I get on the the phone and I coach you, but you also agree for me to then air that. If you're interested in that, Dave at school of podcasting.com, put on air coaching call in the subject matter. It's a great way to grow your business, which is what Natalie has done. She actually has her own conference now, but she just celebrated six years of podcasting, not six weeks, not six months, six years. And here is a great clip of Natalie saying, yeah, when people find your stuff, they download lots of your back episode. Someone just emailed me the other day and she's like, I heard about you on LinkedIn. I started listening and I, in the last like week, I've listened to 20 episodes. That's a lot of time for someone to spend with you. That's, I mean, it's close to like 20 hours in a week. Like I've spent a lot of time with this person. If I have something to offer that she's interested in and the timing is right, she will buy something from me. We're hanging out a lot. Here's a question for those of you that are married. Do you spend 20 hours a week with your spouse? 
That's an interesting question because I know there are times when, you know, you got to take the kids to soccer practice and then they've got the, you know, guys night out, girls night out. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, I got to help Jim paint the whatever. And then she's got to go help so-and-so with the wedding plans. And the next thing you know, you're not spending 20 hours a week with your spouse. But in this case, Natalie's probably future customer spent 20 hours with Natalie in her head. That is the power of podcasting. And when you deliver value, that's when people go, oh, man, that was good. I want another one. So one of the things I like to do is listen to members of the School of Podcasting. I like to check out their podcast. And I was listening to episode number two of Kim Newlove's The Pharmacist's Voice. And uh, here's what she had to say. It took me a couple of months of shopping, but I found a podcasting coach. I looked at YouTube. I listened to some podcasts about podcasting. After consuming content from Dave Jackson's School of Podcasting, I knew Dave was my guy. I scheduled a Zoom chat with Dave in June 2019 to learn how to get started. Our conversation led me to his School of Podcasting courses, which took me about a month to complete in October of 2019. I built the podcast in November and launched it in December. I would recommend the School of Podcasting for many reasons. Dave is experienced. He's been podcasting since 2005, and I love his podcast titled The School of Podcasting. He also teaches the way I like to learn. The School of Podcasting has structured courses that are broken down into bite-sized chunks. Dave is a great teacher and offers office hours for support. I really like the private Facebook group for students, too. We support and learn from one another. The School of Podcasting was a good fit for me. It worked, too. Here I am on episode two. To learn more about Dave Jackson and the School of Podcasting, visit schoolofpodcasting.com. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, Kim. Holy cow. And the the beauty of this was it was unprovoked. I didn't ask for that. I just happened to be listening to episode two of The Pharmacist's Voice. And what's great about this show, it's a journey podcast. This is Kim, who is a pharmacist, and she's trying to break into the voiceover business. And you're getting to hear her. I tried this. I worked with this coach. I did this. This is what worked. So you kind of get to go along with Kim to see how her journey ends. You can find her website at the pharmacist. That's with an S, the pharmacistvoice.com. Well, joining me via Squadcast, you know him from the Audacity to Podcast. You know him as a co-host of the Podcasters Roundtable. You know him from Podcaster Society. You know him as the guy that inducted me into the Hall of Fame and made it very hard to follow. I was like, thanks, Daniel. Holy cow, that was amazing. And today, I've been kind of interviewing different people with different technology. We talked about uh, Glow.fm. We've talked about a couple different things. And today, I want to talk about my podcast reviews because things have changed that I hadn't realized that that make this a more valuable tool. So, Daniel, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Dave. You know, about that podcast induction speech, the one thing I so wish, a few words I wish I'd said is to start in there saying, because of his podcast. (laughs) Nice. But uh, so let's, I guess we'll just start with what the heck is my podcast reviews? 
Yeah, it's at mypodcastreviews.com where you've got a special affiliate link. Everyone, use Dave's affiliate link. <laughs> Schoolofpodcasting.com slash NPR. There we go. This is a service that lets you see and share all of your podcast reviews. Now, many people think podcast reviews help them rank better in Apple Podcasts. No, they don't. In some platforms, they do help you rank better, like Podchaser, for example. But what my podcast reviews really focuses on is helping you to know engage and grow your audience through the power of your podcast reviews so that you can see, wow, I've got listeners from Abu Dhabi or listeners from the Philippines or listeners from the United States, or here's what people are saying about my podcast. Here's what they love. Here's what some people don't love. And it's a great way that then you can, like I said, know, engage and grow your audience by getting to know them better, by giving them shout outs, by learning what they like and don't like about your podcast. And even there's a, a way that you can use this with your competitors too, so that you can learn how to make your podcast better than the others and make your podcast stand out more. Oh, that'd be fun. So every time they get a bad review, you get to see why they got a bad review. So you make sure not to do the same thing that's you know annoying their audience. Don't do that either. That's pretty cool. I never thought of that. Yeah, I've got all of the podcasts about podcasting in my own account. <laughs> so I see whenever you get a review for your podcasts, all of your podcasts about podcasting, yeah. which are probably like half of them in my <laughs> account. But yeah, I get to, I mean, since we're friends, I get to see, oh yeah, that was a good point. That was a good episode of Dave's. I did really appreciate that point. And I get to see things that people like, things that I can learn from, not so I can copy you, but so I can see that, oh yeah, people really like this thing because I've seen someone say this on Dave's podcast. I've seen them say this on uh, Ray's podcast. I've seen them say this on Evo's podcast. And it might be different people. It might be the same person. So I can start to see more how I can make my content better and better engage my audience. Well, I, I mentioned when we started that this is going to become more of a service that really is more valuable because I have yet to, I, I have an iMac that, or an iMac, I have a, a Mac mini that's very dusty. You had mentioned that you've upgraded, you've got the new Google podcast on the Mac. Don't know why I keep saying Google podcast because, well, it's Apple podcasts. You had mentioned that you've upgraded, you've got the new Google podcast on the Mac. And if you're not familiar with this, if you're on a PC like I am, I'm stuck with 900 year old iTunes and I can kind of switch from, in the bottom right-hand corner, there's a picture of a flag, and you can switch to different stores. How many stores are there? 155 <laughs> different stores. So if I want to see, man, can you imagine how long that would actually take? I timed it. <laughs> I went through as quickly as I could. Because here's the process. You can't simply just switch stores and you see your podcast. You have to find your podcast again inside of that store. Oh, that's, forget so, about it. <laughs> Trying to do it as quickly as I could, it took me about 20 minutes to switch through all 155 stores, find my podcast again, and check to see if I even had reviews. But then once I found reviews, if I had them in that store, I couldn't really do anything. Like, I couldn't copy and paste them. I could take a screenshot, but that was about it. Oh, wow. And so you were saying that with the new, is it just called Google podcast? Is that the name of it? All? Yeah. That's Apple podcast. Apple podcast. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, Google that. doesn't own Apple yet. Yet. They're or working. vice versa. <laughs> so on, on the new version, we have uh, Apple podcasts. And if anybody's going to know, you know, you are the king of details. You cannot switch stores anymore, apparently. Right. It's tied 
to your Apple account and the, the location settings that you set for your computer, just like on your iPhone or iPad in the Apple Podcast app there for years, we've had the Apple Podcast app there. And there was no way to switch which store you were looking at for your reviews. So yes, although you can see your reviews in a particular location, you can't see, actually, you can't see all of them from that location and you can't change locations anymore. So if you've switched to Catalina or if you're on iOS, there is no way for you to see all of your reviews from the other countries. So that whole 20 minutes thing, just make that infinity because it's not possible. (laughs) Ugh, yeah. Yay. It's it's always great when companies take away features that they had in the past. So that's do you do you know if if you heard anything? I guess you don't. Uh if if that's coming back at all or I don't know. Uh I would not be surprised if actually someday reviews are removed altogether. Because we see that happening in different places. And in some ways I would miss that. In some ways, I wouldn't. I think that sometimes we can focus on reviews for the wrong reasons. And I really want my tool to help people focus on reviews for the right reasons. That's why I say no, engage, and grow your audience. Not rank better in Apple Podcasts with your reviews. It's no, the the main purpose is to know, engage, and grow. And you can do that in other things. And I've got some other tools coming later that will really help you do that. So even if reviews were removed from Apple Podcasts, the the tool I've made will still be valuable to podcasters. So what if I'm really, really worried about getting negative reviews and I don't want them to come in on Monday because that's the day I, you know, so I'm starting my work week. I don't want to start off with a bad, is there any, do I have any uh, control over when those reviews show up? Can I have them batched to me all on Friday or anything like that? Or, Are they just going to come in as they come in? Yeah, so most of the plans offer for you to be able to get your new reviews weekly or even daily if you want. Now, I recommend that you choose weekly because most of us record a podcast on a weekly schedule. And what I like is to set it for the day I'm going to record a new episode. That way, I get the new reviews that morning. And most of the time, reviews are positive. Yes, there's that occasional negative one. But most of the reviews you're going to get are going to be positive. It's a, it's an overwhelmingly huge majority of the reviews are positive. It's I think the latest statistic uh, in my system is somewhere around 93 or 95% are four and five star reviews. So you've got a much bigger chance of getting praise than criticism. So if you get that review in on the day that you record your podcast, then you can either read it in your podcast, you can give a shout out to that person in your podcast, you could even just be inspired. You know, it's nice to see someone say, wow, best podcast ever. I love this. I don't want them to ever stop. This is the highlight of my life listening to this podcast. And then imagine the emotion then you feel going into your podcast with that, knowing that there's someone out there in China listening to my podcast and I am the highlight of their life. That feels good. I'm excited to record my podcast. Yeah, it puts a lot of gas in the tank. And just just to know that somebody's listening in some cases is like even like, wow, somebody's actually listening to my show. Uh, and, and to discover the different countries, too, that they're listening from. Like, honestly, there are countries that I've forgotten exist. <laughs> but then I see a review come in from a particular country. And it's like, well, first of all, I didn't even know I had listeners in that country or that the country existed. But then to see what they say is just really encouraging to know that maybe they're the only person in that country listening, but maybe I'm helping to make a difference 
helping them to make a difference in their country or in their own language, even through my podcast. And I know right now we're just talking about Apple Podcasts. Are there? I, I know Stitcher has reviews. Are there any other reviews that are going to be coming into my podcast reviews? Yes, we are already working on it very soon. Podchaser is another platform that supports reviews. And a really nice thing about Podchaser, and I know that you had Cole on recently mm-hmm. from Podchaser, is Podchaser is a way that people can rate and review your podcast without having to use a specific app. Like Apple Podcasts and Stitcher are apps. People have to log in with their account in those apps. And if someone's on Android, they can't leave an Apple Podcast review for you. If they're on Android, they might not want to install Stitcher just to be able to write a review for your podcast, but they can go to Podchaser to write a review and leave a rating for your podcast. So we are going to bring in all of the ratings and reviews from Podchaser as well into my podcast reviews. And that is coming very soon, like this month or the next month at the time of this recording. Nice. And you mentioned earlier that it depends on different plans. What are the different plans? Yeah, so we've got Solo, Pro, and Network. The names may change because we're experimenting with a lot of different changes to make things easier to understand, more uh, communicate better, the benefits and such. But the Solo plan is $50 per year. And the Pro plan is $150 per year. Network plan is $250 per year. Each of these have a monthly plan as well. You can pay just month to month and that's just chop the zero off of that yearly price. And that's the monthly plan. So five, 15 and 25 solo lets you track two podcasts. Pro lets you track seven network lets you track 15 and pro and network give you the option to have daily updates for your podcast reviews. If you're getting a lot or you record very often And then the rest of the features are the same among these different plans. It's really just a matter of how many podcasts you want to track with each one. And even if you only have one podcast, if you sign up for the solo, add your competitor's podcast like I do, and you can learn more about how to make your podcast better that way. That's pretty cool. So it's cool that you can have the reviews kind of come in whenever you want. When a review comes in... You mentioned that like in iTunes, you, you can't copy anything in iTunes. It's, I, as everybody knows, and we, when we're saying iTunes here, we're talking on the PC, we're, we're, we're whatever, politically correct here. But what all can you do with the review when it comes in? So you get your reviews by email. You can also go to the website to see your reviews and sort and filter them. Like if you want to see only your five-star reviews, or maybe you want some self-punishment, so you look at only your one-star reviews. But when you receive that email, it contains your reviews, the title of the review, the number of stars it has, the person who wrote the review, what platform that review was in, like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podchaser, uh, the name of the person who wrote that review, or their username from Apple Podcasts and the other platforms. And the text of the review and it's actual text. So you could very easily copy and paste that to anywhere, post it in Facebook, on Twitter, on making a special image, put it on a t-shirt, do whatever you want with that text. Uh, Use it in marketing copy. Use it when you're approaching a sponsor that you can show them, here's what my audience says about my podcast. And by the way, you can help guide what your audience says about your podcast too, if you want to use that for a sponsor. But you can really use those reviews anywhere once you have them in plain text like that. But you can also get them not only via email, but all of these plans include an RSS feed of your reviews. So you can subscribe to that RSS feed to see your reviews updated on that weekly or even daily basis. Or you could even integrate that with other things. 
like with Zapier, if this, then that, or your website or Slack or things like that so that your reviews can show up in those different places. And we'll be releasing an even more extensive API later that will allow you to do things like filter those reviews so that maybe you get a special feed and a WordPress plugin to display only your five-star reviews from a particular country or only ones that you favorited in the app. I'm giving away features that are coming soon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that'd be cool because that way, I mean, as soon as you said that and I heard Zapier, I was like, oh, that'd be cool. I could basically have all my reviews go into Evernote and have them just saved just just for, you know, something. For me, I always like I have a, a folder in my Gmail that says, I think I have it listed as like pleasant things or something like that. So if somebody says something nice in an email, I throw it in there so that when I have those days where somebody does leave me the unfortunate one-star review, I can go back and look at uh, something else that isn't quite so nasty and, and uh, pump me back up a little bit. So that's very cool. And you've done something nice for us, which uh, is very nice of you. You've worked up some sort of deal for us here for those that want to uh, kick the tires on this. Yeah, what you can do is go over to my podcast reviews through Dave's link. You will only get this special deal through Dave's link, schoolofpodcasting.com slash MPR. And it will give you a free one month trial of any of those paid plans. So you can use the plan. There's no limit to that either in the plan. So if it says 15 podcasts, you can add 15 podcasts to your account during that free trial. And you can change and downgrade your plan later if you want to. But that'll be a one month free trial, no matter what you see on the website. If you visit it through Dave's link, it will automatically apply a special coupon so that when you click on the sign up button for the plan that you want, you will see the discount reflected in there saying that you're getting one month free and then the cost of whatever plan that you're choosing. And that is only through Dave's link. You must visit through Dave's link. What's that link again, Dave? Schoolofpodcasting.com slash MPR. And if you're wondering, why is it MPR? That is my podcast reviews. So hence schoolofpodcasting.com slash MPR. And I know some people get a little nervous, especially around things that you subscribe to. And they're like, ah, they, you know, we all flash back to the days of AOL. For those of us that remember back in the day, it's like you'd sign up for AOL and it would take you forever. Right now I'm still, I have a uh, Sirius satellite radio subscription and I, I subscribe and I stay for around for about three months and then I unsubscribe. And every time I unsubscribe, they have to read their script. They will not, like the last time I even told the woman, I said, hey, I know what you're going to say. I'm just here to tell you, I don't want any of your offers. I'm just, I just need to cancel. And it took forever. So if I decide I want to downgrade or if I even want to cancel, what, what kind of hoops do I have to jump through? That's something I'm really happy about, making easier now. It's got an all-new account management system on the back end of my podcast reviews. So I wanted to make that process for you to cancel easy, but I want to make that decision hard for you. I want you to not want to cancel, but if you have to or you do want to, it is very easy. You log into your account, you go to your subscriptions, click cancel. There is a little survey that you have the option of completing. Or there's a little, there's the button, you can fill out the survey, click the button, and it cancels. Or there's a link right underneath the button that says something like skip and cancel. Now, you click that, you're canceled. No more billing, it's done. It's that easy. But I I hope that you don't make that choice. <laughs> well, that's very cool. And again, that link again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash MPR. 
Uh, do you want to tease us? You, you mentioned you have some new products coming in the future. Is, is that uh, super secret? You'd have to kill me kind of stuff if you told me or what's some of them are. Okay. So I, I value your life, so I won't tell you those things. <laughs> but some of the new features coming. So Podchaser, support for Podchaser is coming very soon. Also, ratings are coming soon. A common um, confusion I see is we bring in podcast reviews and every written review has a rating with it. That's the one to five stars that go along with the rating, which by the way, I once received a review that said like best podcast ever, three stars. And I just thought, what, why, (laughs) why three stars if it's the best podcast ever? But anyway, so there are the options for people to leave a rating for your show, but not write a review. So that's why if you look at your podcast in Apple Podcasts or iTunes, you may see that it says 100 ratings, but then we only show you 20 reviews. And that's because of those 100 ratings, only 20 of them contain written reviews. But we're going to start tracking the ratings themselves so that you can see not who left those ratings, they're anonymous, but you can see your ratings growth over time. And you'll be able to see that again for all 155 locales with Apple Podcasts, as well as the other platforms that support ratings so that you can know, all right, I got this many ratings, but only this many reviews. Or maybe it's a good thing. You can see that, wow, I got 100 ratings and 90 reviews. And then you know your audience is really engaged with your podcast if most of the people rating your podcast are leaving a review. And you might also see things like all of your five-star ratings have no written reviews. Those are the people that just didn't care enough to say anything. And then you can know certain things from that. You can make, draw conclusions and learn how to make your podcast better with some of that data too. And how to make your podcast better. That's one of the other things we're going to work on with my podcast reviews is this new system we've got will give you the ability to have access to some exclusive content. So we're going to put in some training material in there to help you learn how to get more reviews or how to use your reviews better. And that will all be exclusive to users of my podcast reviews. I think my favorite thing I've seen so far was we talked about this on my show, Ask the Podcast Coach. Somebody had a one-star review that somebody left them. It was just like a one line, like horrible show, blah, blah, blah. And um, they took that saying and they took a screenshot of the My Podcast. I don't know if they were using My Podcast reviews or not, but they they took the review and they put it on a T-shirt and basically wore it as a badge of honor. It was like, yes, look at me. I got a one-star review. So I thought that was uh, a cool way to just embrace like, you know what? Not everybody's going to love me and I don't Mm -hmm. care because we're going to do the show that we want to do. So awesome. Well, Daniel, thank you so much, buddy, for your time. Again, everybody go out to my podcast reviews, or if you please use my link, schoolofpodcasting.com slash NPR. And that free trial offer will be available through the end of February, 2020. There might be some other offer we work out exclusive for Dave's audience, but just for you to know that specific offer we've mentioned first month free, it's available only through the end of February, 2020. Awesome. And you can always find Daniel over at the audacity and podcaster society. Daniel, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Dave. It's always fun to talk with you. We could go on for hours and hours. Thank you, Daniel. Again, that link, schoolofpodcasting.com slash MPR. And if you want to get a glimpse behind my podcast reviews, 
in the show notes today at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 709, I'll actually have a YouTube video where you can watch me. I'll, I'll show you a review that just came in today, and you'll see what it looks like in your inbox, and then I'll show you behind the scenes how to set it up. Check it out, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 709. And also in, in 708, we talked about, you know, if you don't ask, you don't get. And as Daniel pointed out, there are reasons besides just ego boost to have people review your show. And I hardly ever ask people to review the show or rate it uh, because I hear so many times when people say, that line that's just not the truth, and that is it helps us get found. Well, it, it it just doesn't. What, what, what? But it is social proof. So I guess my call to action today is if you like the show and you have something nice to say, <laughs> please go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash Apple, and that will take you right to my listing in that. Or if you're in the podcast app, uh, you can do that. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll add how to leave a review in my YouTube tutorial. Again, that'll all be at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 709. As I record this, it is February 2nd. It is Super Bowl Sunday, but you're listening to this on the 9th, and I just got done at the Bay Area Independent Publishers Association. If you're coming to Podcast Movement Evolutions in L.A., I'll be there working the Lipson booth as well as I will be speaking there. Then I'm going to come home for a few days and that's where I will be doing the webinar. This webinar is free. Find it at schoolofpodcasting.com slash webinars. And I'll be doing a webinar called the right, like in all capitals, the right podcast uh, equipment. Find that at schoolofpodcasting.com slash webinars, and it's an online event. It's free. Check it out again. Then once I'm done with that, I'll be flying back to Spark Christian Podcast Conference. That's in Houston, Texas. Looking forward to that because it's the first event. If you're a Christian, if you're a podcaster, check it out, Spark Christian Podcast Conference. If you go out to schoolofpodcasting.com, I have links to all of these on the right-hand side. Then in March, I will be at uh, PodFest Multimedia Expo. I'll be speaking at that as well. And then out in June, I'll be at the Utah Podcast Summit. If you're interested in podcasting events, just go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash events. You know, I love technology and gadgets and things like that. And if you're a regular listener to the show, I use Overcast. That is an app on iOS only, unfortunately. And if you upgraded to the latest version, I just want to let you know it's a pretty cool feature. You can go into a show and then go into the settings and choose to skip X amount of time at the beginning of the show and X amount of time at the end. So I say this because if you're going to be doing any kind of pre-roll, well, that may not work anymore. And if you're going to wait till the end to do your call to action, that may not work anymore. And if you want to set it for this show, you can set the pre-skip to about a minute. That's where I do the whole podcasting since 2005. Yeah, if you're tired of hearing that, you could skip that. And I would say maybe the last 15 seconds, because I do most of my pimping, for lack of a better phrase, all of my, hey, you should join the school of podcasting stuff in the middle now, because I know this has existed for a while. 
And uh, if you're an Overcast user, check it out. It's a actually pretty cool feature. And it reminds me a little bit of Netflix. If you are a watcher of Netflix, what I love is you'll be watching an episode. And at the end of the episode, it will say, skip the outro. You basically skip the the end, the credits, for lack of a better phrase. And what's interesting is when you do that, not only does it skip the end credits, it skips the beginning intro and gets you right to the content again. So if you're using Overcast, you might want to check out that feature. I just implemented it on a couple shows, and it's pretty cool. I am out of content, so we're going to cut it here. That's the way it works. I could try to stretch this out to 45 minutes, but I don't have 15 minutes of material And so I just want to remind you, the School of Podcasting is planning your podcast, content is king, podcast equipment, organizing your podcast, Skype 101, your podcast website, understanding RSS, podcasting with Audacity, with Audition, with Hindenburg, with PowerPress, with GarageBand. We got you covered. Any way you cut it, publishing your podcast, that means like Apple, Spotify, Google, communicating with your audience, podcast promotion, and making money with your podcast. That's just the courses. And of course, we heard Kim talk about the awesome Facebook group and the live group coaching. If you want to start a podcast, schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code listener. That's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R. And there is a 30-day money-back guarantee. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next week, take care. God bless. Class is dismissed. And here come a bunch of bloopers. And this is where I just have a brain fart. What else should I ask you? Um, I think we've hit the what, where, when, why, the advantage. Well, well uh, I could mention the trial. Um. So and I understand that you've uh, you've done something very nice for us and you've uh, you've you've worked up a, a fun field deal for us. Let me do that again, because I don't know what I just said, but a fun field deal or something. I'm like, that it's was a fun field. Yes, yeah. Of uh, a deal. <laughs> and I'm so glad I hit uh, record on the roadcaster because I never hit it on Squadcast. Oh, Next week, I'll be answering this question. To compete with those that have, uh, you know, been podcasting for three years and they have 30, 40, 50, 100,000 downloads and streams. How do I compete with people like that?